This is the Get Greater podcast, maximising finances for university students, thanks to the University of Newcastle and Greater Bank. This is the Get Greater podcast. General advice in this podcast has been prepared without considering your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any advice, consider its appropriateness. Consider the relevant disclosure documents which include product disclosure statements for any financial products and seek advice from a licensed financial advisor to decide what is right for you. Whilst we cannot give you any specific advice, here are some examples that may help you gain a better understanding of banking so you can make better choices. Hello and welcome to the Get Greater podcast, the podcast that discusses all things finance. My name is Eamon and I am joined today with my two co-hosts, Blake and Paul. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Hello. Great to be here. Yeah, great to be here as well, Eamon. Good to have you with me. Today, we are discussing payday loans, a potentially harmful method of attaining finance that many listeners may have seen advertised recently. They're on the rise. So, to kick us off, Blake, what are payday loans? So, if you've never heard of the term payday loans, it's likely that you've seen the advertisement such as Nimble and they have like a nice catchphrase such as Nimble it and you've got a wallet wizard. A lot of the advertisements, they'll look very similar. They'll have some unexpected event where someone is short of cash and they need fast, easy like credit. Essentially, payday loans are small amount credit contracts. They're anywhere from $2,000 or less, and they have a duration of 16 days to 12 months. So, the purpose of this is to provide fast credit to meet unexpected expenses. However, this credit comes at a very high cost. Yes, so we've seen a large increase in payday loans recently. From 2016 to 2019, over 4.7 million individual payday loans were written. And we've seen the transformation in finance from physical to more digital style has also increased the accessibility of loans with 85% of payday loans now originating online compared to the 5% 10 years ago, which has seen the transfer. A lot of companies in the payday loan sector used to have little ATMs and they used to provide fast easy cash from these ATMs which were really a credit contract but now that is obviously switched onto apps and online like we said with Nimble and My Payday Now and those sort of companies. So the rise of technology has definitely seen an increase in payday loans and the availability to people so it's a really interesting and important topic to discuss. So, how do people specifically access payday loans? Payday loans take advantage of individuals who are low on finances, low on money, and do not have sufficient cash savings to meet expenses. And that goes back to those advertisements. We see someone's fridge is broken down or someone's car's broken down and the wallet wizard magically shows up and provides them with this magic cash, which is... (laughs) terrible in my opinion for the advertising but that's just my opinion but individuals can apply for payday loans without a credit check which is why a lot of people do use them and they generally receive the funds on the same day sometimes within hours a loan will typically be paid via direct debit into the applicant's bank account and a lot of them now work that you then use your next paycheck to then pay a majority of the costs off. However, applying for a payday loan can have a negative impact on your credit score, especially if you do miss repayments. It's really important for our listeners to know that these do access vulnerable people and most importantly have a negative impact on your credit score in the future. 
and that will affect your ability to buy a house and get any other credit from the bank. Rate and review us. It doesn't cost a cent. Do it now, wherever you listen. So you mentioned that payday loans come at a high cost. What are the specific costs associated with payday loans? Yeah, so payday loans, they come at an extremely high cost. So payday loans have an annual interest rate of anywhere between 100 to 400%. Now, that is not normal. With credit cards these days, they're probably in the high teens and this is at least 10 times that amount. The current laws state that lenders can set a maximum of 20% of the borrowed amount as an establishment fee. Also, they can charge a 4% monthly fee on the borrowed amount. There's also default fees, which carry a maximum of double the amount borrowed if the payments are not made by the end of the contract. Due to the extremely high cost of payday loans, these types of loans have been described as predatory lending. Wow, predatory lending, that sounds scary. What exactly is predatory lending? Yeah, so predatory lending refers to lending practices that impose unfair, deceptive or abusive loan terms on borrowers. Loans can be classified as predatory if they carry substantially higher fees than majority of the other products in the category. And they can also be predatory if they decrease the credit worthiness of the borrower. Predatory lenders often use aggressive sales techniques and can also take advantage of the borrower's lack of understanding regarding financial transactions. And Blake, I believe you had some statistics about predatory lending. Yeah, so I've got some statistics with payday loans and how they're described as predatory. So over a five-year period, 15% of payday loan borrowers fall into a debt spiral. Now, what a debt spiral is, is when someone is short of cash and they take out a loan to pay for, say, an unexpected expense, which their repayments cause them to keep on applying for loans and then you just keep on spiraling into this trap. So once in a debt trap, it is very hard to actually get out of it. And it has the potential for events such as bankruptcy, which can be catastrophic to one's financial situation. Women represent 23% of all borrowers of payday loans, with 41% of women being single parents who are most vulnerable and under the most financial pressure. Many borrowers take out additional payday loans to make repayments on the original amount due to the high costs. Users of payday loans are typically on low middle income and struggle to meet day-to-day living expenses. Their repayments are often a significant portion of the borrower's income, leaving little if not any income left for other expenses, which that allows for the debt trap to essentially start and which will leave, like, leave into a debt spiral. Yeah, and so for students who uh, definitely have a lower income than most other people, this is something to really be aware of. So it seems that there needs to be greater regulation in this space. What does the future hold for laws with regards to payday loans? Yeah, so obviously payday loans are in a similar category to our buy now, pay later. They're quite recent in terms of coming into the market. And therefore, laws haven't sort of kept up with the changes in the market. So, the current regulation of payday loan providers is generally inadequate and results in a lot of people suffering financial harm. Even with the current laws, the payday lending industry has a history of non-compliance even within those laws. ASIC, which is the Australian Securities and Investment Commission Enforcement Action, 
has resulted in payday lenders being required to refund more than $14 million to consumers between 2010 and 2017. So therefore, reform is urgently needed to ensure individuals and communities are protected from the exploitation and harmful debt spirals that can occur because of predatory lending and also these payday loans. Yeah, well, luckily there are campaigns which are aimed at improving the regulation. Stop the Debt Trap are pushing for recommendations to ensure people have enough money for rent, food and bills. The way they're doing this is by capping the amount payday lenders can actually take from your income to 10%. And they also want to prevent payday loans from contacting consumers being other current or previous customers and giving them offers because these offers will lead to financial harm. As the payday loan market continues to grow and the number of households at risk of falling into a debt trap soars, the case for implementing these critical protections has never been greater. So yeah, and regulation in this space is really important and the fact that these companies have been held to account is is really promising. Save a stamp. Drop us an email to tell us what you want to learn about your finances. Finance Academy at newcastle.edu.au So what are some ways to avoid using payday loans? Yeah, so multiple ways that you can avoid using payday loans. Uh, The first one is... I think the main one to start with, and it is looking for financial hardship support. A lot of telcos, a lot of insurance companies, um, your utilities companies, they do have allowances for people who are in financial hardship and are struggling to meet their living expenses. Give them a call. A lot of them are willing, especially if you've been a customer for a long time and you have paid your bills, you can definitely look to take that as a first step. Yeah, and those financial hardship support programs are really important, especially during COVID for uh, when people are quite short of income. Yeah, and COVID has shown that these companies are willing to help people out. It's really important that you do look to contact them because uh, they do have special departments, a lot of the companies based around financial hardship. Another potential thing you can look at is the no interest loan scheme. And these provide no interest loans uh, to individuals on less than $45,000 a year after tax. And you can get up to $1,500, which can be used to pay for essential goods or services like car repairs, new fridge, things that are critical to your day-to-day life. And therefore, the repayments of those loans can be arranged over a 12-18 month period to help you get back on your feet. And the final one is our website we love here, and that is the moneysmart.gov.au. Great information on a variety of different financial needs, not only payday lending, but also just in general. And it has several helpful tools to help individuals financially in areas and these areas are things like budgeting, interest calculators if you are looking to get a payday loan and general information that people can use if you are in financial difficulty or do need guidance when regarding financial matters. And that's right, we do love the Money Smart website and it's a really important tool for people when managing their money to visit that website. So guys, what are the key takeaways for our listeners? The key things to know from payday loans is some people will need to use a payday loan at some stage. Things happen in life which will mean that your car breaks down and it's vital that that car gets fixed and you don't quite have the full funds for it. So these companies do fill a gap which more traditional banks and financial services don't really provide. 
However, you've got to be aware of the the dangers of payday loans and especially around getting into that debt trap, debt spiral style of your life. So, like I said, we love the Money Smart site. That is a great site. Uh, use the interest calculators. Use the budgeting tools so that if you do use a payday loan, you can make the repayments because that will get you a long way to getting yourself back on track if you do use a payday loan. And be aware of the predatory style of their advertising. I'm quite sure everyone's seen that magic man in the cape that turns up on the wallet wizard ads when you when the car's broken down and just magically money appears it seems all well and good i don't like the ads personally but that's just me but those ads show a perfect example of what the predatory lending is they come in they're seen as a savior and they hide all the stuff that you don't want to know about in the background so be aware of it read the pds as we've mentioned at the top of the show Read the PDS because that'll have all the information about the loans in it. Yeah, so payday loans should really be used only as a last resort. There are other options such as contacting your providers so you can get some financial hardship support. There is also the No Interest Loan Scheme and the Money Smart website which you can take advantage of if you are facing any financial hardship. You're definitely right in saying check out the finer details, the product disclosure statements, because some of those costs, as you said, 100 to 400% is yeah, uh, absolutely astronomical and you can get yourself into that debt trap cycle. So, thanks for listening to the Get Greater podcast. Thank you to Blake and Paul for joining me. Make sure to listen to our other episodes to improve your financial literacy in the future. This is the Get Greater podcast. If you like this podcast, invest in listening to our others. There's a lot more to learn.